Yo, what's good, man? Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast, man. You here with your boy Ari Starks, my brother Loso, man. What's good, he bro? Oh, he was mid-toke. In the pipe, you know what I mean? <laughs> my son was mid-toke, got fucked up. What's good, he though, brody? Chilling, man, chilling. Easter was good, you know, hit the winery up. Got some Savon Bon Blanc. All that, you know what I mean? What, how do you say so, that again? Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Now that's I, I've always wanted to go to a wine tasting. You know, wine hasn't always been like a go-to for me in in your same mother, but I say right around 2020, 2019-ish, when I started going on all like that, that crazy wine. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> wine game was crazy, God. I just slipped like I really just stopped relaxing. Yeah, that's kind of like it's super relaxing. Yeah, you, you outdoors. Exactly. You know, the RB playlists were getting hella spins. The vibes were set for my nights, bro. But oh, you know, wifey had the playlist going. You know, she had yeah, RB playlist going. Wine and RB is really like it's a it's it's the greatest wingman probably in the world. Cause you don't need you don't need no hard liquor to get you all super sauce. You ain't you forget unless you're drinking that Taylor Port. But other than that, like it's always a vibe setter. It makes that whole setting, especially if you got some good music playing, like some mm-hmm. of the albums we're gonna talk about in a little bit. It's just be that perfect setting. I mean, how was the wine? How was the winery? I see you had like mad different cups, like where they just. Yeah. We let you finish the cups, or you just yeah, yeah. So it's called the flight. So a flight is when they give you like a three, like a three set uh, of cups. Um, me and the wife had the same, you know, taste. Um, we I wanted to get rose, 
but the lady said the rosé that they had there was very dry. It wasn't the sweet kind that we used to. Mm. So, yeah, man. I've been used to that mix of dry and sweet. So it's like I w- probably would have been okay with it. But I guess you got to have dry wine after like you eat like red meat or some shit like that. Yeah, they say certain wines are good with like certain foods. Yeah, mm, nigga like me don't care. I'm a. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Give me a bottle of water. <laughs> Dry drink wine with some fucking Burger King or some fucking McDonald's or some Not shit. Yeah, man. Wine with the Burger King, bro. That's some real wine. With Burger King. Wine with the Burger King is sick. Nah, bro, I, being Catholic, yeah, huh? We used to be drinking that wine heavy in church, bro. Now, I don't know about y'all churches. Y'all probably got they probably get y'all juicy juice. No, Shouts to old Martin de Porres. We was getting lit. I was going home. My little head was spinning when I was going home. Uh, damn, they gave little crackers too. Yeah, now she's getting heartburn though. That's that's a combo. That's a holy combo. I'm telling you, bro, that was not no fake juice or like that was real wine, bro. Because I would take extra sips, and the deacon would look back at me like. Fuck is you doing, bro? Like, save something. The Dalai Lama definitely had too much wine today. Yeah, son. He probably was saving. Like, nigga, we get lit off this shit after church. You bugging, bro? Yeah. But nah, son. I've always definitely liked wine over liquor. I just, I, I personally been noticing like a lot of people have been switching over throughout time, unless they just want to dick ride tequila for the rest of their lives. But I tequila's not good for you. It, it's really not, man. Like people be like, oh, well, it's clear. It's, it's not. It's not bad. Bro, tequila will fuck you up just as much as Darkwood. I remember Shorty was trying to have, like have me drinking that shit, bro. I felt like that one meme with the dude just getting the drunk. I don't want none of this shit, bro. That should have you like looking like the Mr. Krabs meme. Remember when he like this and it's like spinning? Bro, for real, God, <laughs> Like, it's crazy. Oh, well, damn, Spotify, just take y'all money whenever y'all want, huh? Yeah, damn. that little direct deposit. Give it's me like, that. You want music, nigga? Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. So Yo, Apple do the same shit. Apple so- and the URL app do that. When Yo, you least expect it. I'm telling you, God, I'm just like, wait, hold on. Y'all, y'all just, did y'all just walk me, my nigga? Like, damn. I got a family at home, God. Like, <laughs> but nah, son. Um, Yeah, man, so my, my week was valid, bro. Like I said, I, I miss church family went without me i was i was, was kind of upset I wanted to i don't really go to church but can i be honest nah, I, let me see oh shit nah, because you was going off you was going off yesterday oh that's because i was bored in the house <laughs> but i was about to go up show off an outfit or two <laughs> you know that was about it this nigga man he was going to go there to flex he's going to show off some outfits man he's all shit just sitting in my closet but other than that dog i was just i spent <laughs> i spent easter Making that making sure everybody understood the great connection between Easter and wrestling, <laughs> and it's just it's it's so beautiful, it's so amazing. Shout out to guys like Undertaker, Sandman, and uh, who else was my nigga, bro? The Mick Foley one, Mick Foley <laughs> made my Easter very, very fun, bro. Very Yo, fun. The Mick Foley one, like he had a scripture with his shit too, cuz bro, I always like over time, I just got less and less enthused with the idea of easter like i don't want to like like i said once you take the traditions out of it you just you know it's eating with the fam and all of that stuff but it's just like all this stuff is just kind of like redundant it's just like happy halloween it's, it's for the kids, I, I really look at easter like pg happy halloween 
Well, no, because in Easter now, I don't know if you've noticed, but now they give it. It's like Christmas to some kids. They get iPods, all type of shit. And they little gift baskets. I thought you get a bunch of like dollar store gifts. Back in our day, yes. Wait a second. What, what happened in the game? God, like, oh, nah, son. Now, I know like you. You, you know what it is? We ain't got the complexion for the connection. Yo, son. But then again, you always had some <laughs> parents who went crazy like that. For Easter, for their um, for their kids, bro. They're they're never Easter in baskets, my life. Our Easter baskets are more than likely pre-made, or you know, or they just got whatever is is cost effective to get the to the tree special. But yeah, man. Other than that, though, the nieces they loved it. We did the Easter egg hunt um with them. You know, they they got the hair done, all of that such. You know how it is, bro. But it was a really good to see. I was stashing the eggs, make sure they, you know, what I'm saying. Very well stashed, but easy to find. Though I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. You was giving them mulligans. You was giving them easy ones. I didn't want to stomp them. I didn't want to stomp them. But other than that, man, I just I don't know, man. When when it's time for me to have kids, I don't know how it's gonna be with the whole Easter situation and such. Like, it's really gonna depend on my partner, bro. Because given me, I'm just gonna throw a pack of candy in the middle of the floor and say, you know, what I'm saying, have at it. You know, I'm saying, Mike and Ike's. And the thing is, I think with like Easter and this whole believability factor and all that <laughs> such, it's not as intense as it is with with um Christmas, as I believe. You know what I'm saying? As a parent will be like, don't destroy that kid's innocence and you make let them believe well, it's Santa. It depends. Oh, you can't really give a fuck about the Easter bunny like that. It depends though. I think it depends on the house. I don't know, man. You like these kids rather if they if two if Easter Bunny and, and Santa was hanging off a cliff. Who would they save? I'm telling you, they saving Santa every time. Damn. They saving Santa every time. It's fucked though, because now I picture like Santa and the Easter Bunny. Yes, yeah, buddy. <laughs> just hanging from a cliff. <laughs> Little Sherry, please. Yeah. <laughs> I had these Easter eggs. Help me. Help me. And then Santa just pull out a sack paws. And it got man, Christmas chocolates, gifts, PS4s. <laughs> I you had him at the PS4. And, come on. Easter, you're a dub, bro. You're a dub. Nah, he is. I don't know. Other than that, man, it was solid, though. I mean, it wasn't nothing really too, too. A couple basketball games. They only do basketball games like that on Easter, God. Like, yeah, they did. It was early, but it wasn't like how Christmas. You didn't even got them all day. Nah, yeah, that's true. We don't, we, there wasn't like no nightcap. By the time well, niggas got back from church, them games were over. <laughs> It was because it was the last day of season two. That too, that too, which was funny, man. I mean, that Lakers Utah game was niggas made it intense for no reason, like nigga. The Timberwolves, um, your boy Rudy Gobert got y'all license. That ain't my boy. Crazy out here, bro. That ain't my boy. First of all, don't disrespect, don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect me. That's was, not my boy. Niggas at that. Nah, that once to a pillow fight. It was a pillow fight. Yo, I don't know what's going on with that situation, bro. Because you have that. The next thing you know, you got Mason Plumley and his man's on the Clippers trying to beef it up too. Now, like, what is going on with these teams, bro? This is it's the pressures, the pressures like, of the NBA playoffs, man. Huh? I see, bro. Like, I see, man. And I'm like I said, I know you're gonna be chatting about it on um your joint shout out to narratives. Um, but the narratives with the narrative guy. Shout out my nigga Malik. We gonna be, you know what I mean? You, Stephen A. Skip, but I'm Skip. Yeah. Yeah. 
you want to be an old wrinkly white man? I'm a hater first. An old wrinkly white. I'm a hater. hater. Look, man, just tune in. Just, just tune in. You'll see. But no, nah, I was. Uh, who is it that make the playoffs? I think it's uh, Portland. And who was the other team? Uh, the Mavs. You want to talk about Mavs was the surprising one. You want to talk about your boy Kyrie? Hey man, I was. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna put too much stake on it because middle of the season, you still gotta learn the system and shit like that, bro. They're Don't missing. Do that. No, I'm dead ass. The shit that got that team to the playoffs last year is still needed. One nigga can't replace a seven foot player and a fucking scorer. Like they was twenty nine and twenty six before he got there, and they were now they're like ten games under five hundred. Like since he's been there, that's what I'm saying. But still. What I'm saying is the, the absence of a Przingis, the absence of a Brunson, Kyrie doesn't doesn't miss. He doesn't Absolutely. fill that gap. He doesn't fill that gap of a seven-foot nigga in a nigga who can score his own basket. You can feel the side of a nigga that can score his own basket, but what about that defensive presence? What right. about that, you know what I'm saying, offensive, you know what I'm saying, presence too? It's just a lot I'm gonna that be biased next season. I'm going to be Kyrie biased when I say this. In hindsight... Jalen Brunson was the move of the summer. He was the move of the summer. I will Look say what happens. beneficial to the Knicks. I will say that Huge. for sure. Especially Huge. with Look Randall Hill, like and Barrett. Barrett's so inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. He's Look at what happens in, in win. I really don't. I, after this, especially how they do in the playoffs. I don't think they'll be keeping Barrett. If they if they at least do look like they could do well in the playoffs without that nigga, they'll find a way to like let his contract just I I get get mad and ask for a trade. Please get mad and ask for a trade. That's that niggas. Barrett? Hell yeah. We better get some collateral. I'm going to go out on the limb. Niggas in the NBA, if you notice with like Luca, um, who else? Uh, What's his name? Um, Aiden Aiden for a little bit in Phoenix was talking about wanting to get up out of there. It's a lot of niggas like that are, you know what I'm saying? I'm not not saying that they don't understand their worth because I hope you understand your worth, but you're understanding it like this don't got to be the end all be all for me. No, you know what I'm saying. The big niggas taught us that. KD taught us that. Uh, LeBron taught us that. that. For real, for real. Like whether we want to hate it or not, like that decision shit. That nigga said he was like, bro, no fuck with Dan Gilbertson. That nigga can suck a, you know what time it is. And I'm out, bro. Like Frank Stan, Frank Stan. My team is my team. Like my guys, they got my best interest, not these guys. Bold prediction: New York Knicks will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, oh. listen, listen. I knew you was gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say that, and I brought stats. I brought numbers. Stats is about matchups, nigga. Don't bring me the stats. I brought numbers. The Knicks. They're playing the kill the guy, the Cavs. With the nigga that we wanted, we wanted Donovan Mitchell. We got to play him in the playoffs now. Seven games, I don't know. But seven games, nah. Knicks and six. Knicks and six. Oh, and then, and then we play. And then we play. We would play the winner of Milwaukee and whoever wins the um the seven or eight. If y'all get Julius Randle back on his shit, that makes a difference. Without I think we can beat Milwaukee. Without Julius Randle, we're fucked. We're getting we're into fucked. The, yeah, I think y'all need Ooh, that. Julius. Like, terribly. 
Our bench is better than Cleveland's. Our bench is better than Milwaukee's. That's the thing, though. Does Cleveland even need to rely on their bench? Not saying nah, that you Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell Mitchell going to do it all. that bench support, but okay. you know what I'm saying? What you going to do it all? No, I don't think they got to do it all, but they have a, a good solid rotation of niggas that can get buckets and play defense. I think – I don't know, man. I, I'm going to stick with the Knicks and six. I mean, maybe it'll go seven because I know Mitchell – he if loves the prime. Mitchell can get busy in them playoffs. He's playoff yeah. experienced. Unless it's in the bubble. In the bubble, he go nut too. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, even with the without, still, son. Like, son knew how to get to the playoffs and, and make a show. Like, and he, he hasn't missed the playoffs. He's going to go crazy in the MSG games. Ah, they're going to boom out the building. They're going to boom, but nigga, playoffs and MSG is a basketball player's dream. Y'all are letting the door open for niggas to have their dreams in y'all court and bust y'all ass, bro. You know how easy I mean, to drop 50 these days? Niggas going to try to get a double nickel in the garden on y'all. KD, K- KD uh, avoided a matchup nightmare um, with the with the Warriors because it was going to be Warriors' sons. I like, four, I, I, I like this matchup too. Because let's keep it tall. History shows what team has given KD the most problems in the playoffs. The Clippers. The Clippers. No matter which rendition you want to give me, I'm a KD fan. I know. Them niggas know how to find some defensive players. I know KD. I, I mean, what's his name? Paul George ain't going to be able to do it. This is funny because for the last three years, Paul George has been the one in the playoffs with the Clippers leading them. Now this year, given, you know what I mean, going by the reports I've seen, it's Kawhi. Mm-hmm. It's Kawhi now because PG's out. Yeah. And I ain't going to lie. I feel like he lost a lot of confidence once he showed, like, yo, I'm not that guy. That was, like, yeah, you you lost a lot of confidence in your play, bro. KD would never say no shit like that. Ever, my nigga. I think KD's going to get past the Clippers. I think um, the Suns have enough. The Suns have enough to get him over. I do want to see KD versus Russell, though. This is going to be that's – the, that's the one. That's the one. I want to see KD in the conference final. Honestly, honestly, bro. I want to see KD in the honestly, finals. Thank you. I want to see him back in the finals. Get, I think a big fuck CP3 you to a finals, man. A big fuck you to the Warriors would be him going to the finals and them getting eliminated. Getting, getting CP3 a ring, bro. I'm not saying he's going to get, but getting them to the promised land at least. Who else said he was able to do that? He couldn't even right. do it. Remember we calling that nigga point guard or shit? He still is. He still is. He still is. But bro, KD definitely about to. I I I will say, the shakeup in the NBA definitely made these playoffs more interesting. I will say that for sure. But um, yeah, I can't wait, man. I I really can't. Russell and and KD's the match I'm waiting for. I know you wait for like I said, Knicks and Cavs. That's gonna be. But yeah, I can't wait, bro. I can't wait to see how this playoffs is gonna um flesh out. But yeah, this Wednesday's the playing. Yeah, so LeBron, no, they they in there, right? I think they yeah, they, uh, LeBron's Jazz, in it. The Jazz, it'll be LeBron. Them. Yeah, Jazz got out, so it'll be the Lakers and the Timberwolves, and then the Thunder and the fuck. Hold on, I'm happy the Thunder made it though, bro. 
Yeah, Shy really put him up, put on for them niggas, God. Like real talk. He's not gonna win most improved. He's still not gonna win most improved from I don't uh, think Brunson. he need it, bro. The streets already know what time it is. Pelicans. Shea Shea versus um, oh, yeah. Pelicans. B.I. versus Shea. Yeah, because it's not fucking Zion. Zion's still not cleared. I'm gonna go B.I. them. No. Nah. I don't know if Shaw gonna be able to hold the nah. squad on his back, bro. The Thunder have a point to prove. The Thunder, um, the Thunder B. has a one unique... of the most under like underrated players in this league, bro. Bro, he's Dolo though. But still, he's he can still get a fucking bucket though. He really remind me of Baby KD, bro. Eh, we've been calling that nigga Baby KD for years though. But he's really like got the size. He got that pull up game now, like. I'm not saying that he's a better player than Shaw because Shaw is one of the best in the league. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I feel like he – ooh, this gonna, that's going to be a really good playing game, bro. I'll, I'll just say that. I will just say that. I was going to chop it. That's going to be a really good playing game. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, check out Pushing Narratives with the Narrative God. Uh, this Thursday – I'm going to go up and shoot for Thursday. Uh, me and Malik. Shout out Malik, man. Conversation at the shop, man. He going to help us out. Facts. Host squad in the real shit. But yo, man. Um, so let's get into it, man. We had some new music over this weekend, bro. Uh yes, sir. we were both Lots. um, I won't say what was that project that you were more so eagerly waiting on this weekend? This weekend or last weekend? Well, this weekend. We'll we'll chat about last weekend after these new joints. Okay. Uh the Daniel Caesar joint. Um, I was very intrigued because um what was the single he dropped? Was it bad, bad, not good joint? Please do not lean. Please do not lean sounded good. Yeah. Bad, bad, not good is one of my favorite, like, modern neo jazz type groups, bro. And they know which artists sound really good on their their production, man. Daniel Caesar has this thing where he can just, he can give you the poppy shit. I'm going to say more folky poppy shit, you know, indie pop, whatever you want to call it. When you want to get to that real slow down night vibes, bro, he just takes you to that quiet storm vibes, bro. But that's and that's what makes him so. That's what made people appreciate him. You know what I'm saying? To be able to like the record he would have with like Apollo or Omar Apollo, which would be more like I said, more of the poppy indie Your type. Shit. But you know they they did re- the record for record situation because you know he was on the last joint. Um, but yeah, you can go that vibe. But then you get a record like the Valentina. Where it's mm. oh, so it's a little it's bit more beat. Say, like what's the term sultry you know that that word it's like ours is ours record yeah when you were a kid and you see the word sultry on like Skinamax did you used to think they were just like a fancy word for slut sluttery is that how you say it no it's sultry but you think oh. it's sluttery yeah that's how I read it as a kid and I was like is this like slutting like in French like don't trust nothing Skinamax gives you. Man, they, they hey hey don't do that. They, open, they, they hold the nigga down. They held the nigga down. Oh nigga, like hey you ever you ever like a little sample plate? Hey, you try this? You ever hey, eat yo. this? Hey, yo. Try that. You want sample? You want sample? You want sample? <laughs> yo, I used to steal the little pieces of chicken from there. Like yo, they couldn't Why catch would up. You steal it, Los. It's free. I was young, man. Jesus. That's how you're a police officer. See, 
stealing them little pieces of fucking chicken. Look at how it comes around. Yeah, come around though. Yeah, come yeah, around. Man, let's, let's, let's chat about this uh, Daniel Caesar album real quick, man. So it's titled "Never Enough." Um, I don't really can't really call the theme of this too quickly, but I will say it's it's what I like. I said before, I was what I love about Daniel Caesar. It gives me a variety of love songs, and it just feels like R and B. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't mean to keep saying like I am not Ice Spice, but um, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, like it's 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 like he can give you like I said, you get the joints like what's my my Ocho Rios like the beginning mm. record of this joint, nigga. That's like, a start. That's vibes, a fucking start, bro. Like vibes, like let me go, or even a Toronto 2014. Like he can give you, but you say he just you get upbeat, downbeats. You know what I'm saying? Quiet storm. You know what I'm saying? Top 40 types or whatever, whatever. And I feel like this, the, the voice does not, it doesn't, it doesn't lack, bro. It does not lack. I like the disillusion joint with Serpent with Feet. Serpent with Feet is another great artist on the rise. Um, if you haven't heard about him yet, definitely go check him out. He had a really good 2020. Put me on to him. Um, homosexual. How did you feel about that record? I like it. I mean, shout out Ty Dollar Sign. <laughs> nice little feature. Um, the concept, obviously, it's um, I think by that part of the album, too, I think he's already at like that, like remorse because you said what the concept of the album was. And that's what I was trying to like. Is it like I got with the girl? I'm having I'm not feeling what we're really what I'm pushing. Like, you know, what I'm saying is really being received. I mean, this is like, OK, so I'm not going to compare it to the SZA album. I'm not going to. I'm gonna compare it to another male r and though. This is um, the Giveon album that I like, the first one. But like, if Giveon became a stalker, so the EP, the <laughs> one that doesn't, the one that doesn't have to be when it's all turned done, take time. Dot dot dot. Yeah, like uh, him and Snow. It sounded like those motherfuckers were. Uh, Kind of very toxic, but because I think this is him going through a breakup, but like the breakup is not the end. I think it's him like like you got songs like Shot My Baby, where it's basically implied that he killed the girl and the nigga that she was with. This is more like unhinged. But then again, I look at Shot My Baby too, though. Like, I mean to cut you off. Because I think you can definitely go that route where they'll probably use for video or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it could definitely like kill Bill. Like, remember, he had um said earlier in the album where he was like, what did he say? Um, I screenshotted that. You know, I, I, I screenshotted. I think I put it on my IG. I forgot what record was it from. It might have been from Valentino or one of the earlier records. Um, Oh, sorry. It's from the Ocho's Real joints. We started off, he said, well, he didn't start it off, but one of the lines in there is, girl, I don't deserve you. You're the one I turned to. Never meant to hurt you. You're my saving grace. So it seems like he, like, got into the relationship, you know what I'm saying, did some shit to, you know what I'm saying, fuck up the relationship, but he's starting to understand, like, yo, I this is, you know how it would be after the city. Oh, I don't figure you the one, you don't, you know what I'm saying, how niggas be, bro. And it's, I think that was the remorse, where it's like, remorseful of hurting her and now having to deal with the actual reality of how he's trying to, you know what I'm saying, plead to her or now she's moved on and you know what I'm saying? Remorse for hurting her. So this is like a hallucination. Could be. Could be. Could be like those dream sequences, like you said, like Kill Bill. Toronto 2014 could be just the moment that he had with Shorty. 
when they first link type shit. I do mm. like this. Like, this is the thing. I love certain albums where it's like it's a story without giving you all the like storyboard. You know what I'm saying? It's no, yeah. it's not themed out. There's no skits or nothing. You just gotta the, the lyrics and the song content. You can follow the. Story you make your own. You make like your own discernment. Exactly, and I think he knocked that. <coughs> Excuse me. I think he knocked that out amazingly on his album. I would like to see a lot of the uh, the videos that come from this joint. I think he he dropped the only one we got so far. I think is "Let Me Go," right? Yeah. But actually, one song I do want to play off the off the bonus is the Daniel Caesar and Summer Walker record because that was a feature. I'm not saying that they should not collaborate, nothing like that, but it just wasn't expecting it. You know, like I feel like it's so smoked them. To um, she smokes, she smokes a lot of people, bro. Let's like she smoked them. Summer bro. Pen is heavy, bro. Summer like ask our our boy Demarcus on Facebook. Summer Pen heavy, bro. But um. Yeah, you. I think a lot of people try to like box, box summer in, just being like the, the hood. You know what I'm saying? Toxic relationship type of content, where that's not just her, bro. Like she'll give you, she'll give you, like I said, the type of songs on her album. Then she'll play around. And did you see the video with her and that girl, uh, sexy red? It was at be acting like Gucci girls, Gucci mamas, or something like that. Oh, that was Summer Walker. Yeah, that was her. With the leashes? No, 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 no. Oh, it was, that was um, that was uh, what's her character, Sukiana or whatever her name is. But um, hold on a second, watch this. Ty, I am live on the Get Your Bars Off podcast right now. Just let you know you are you are live right now. What's popping? <laughs> don't don't say nothing incriminating, Ty. Yeah, you know I don't incriminate. I don't do that. That's not. But no, I, I, but it texts me though. Know. All right, yo. All right. Shout out to Ty, friend of the pod. Facts, um, facts. But yeah, man. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, like I said, uh, Summer Walker smoking them. <laughs> yeah, like I said, he, they, she can. Oh, she always finds ways to show people like, yo, I really love this music shit, bro. Like, I'm not just. Oh, all I love is '90s R&B. You know, no, bro. Like, and I think when you see like this, or you hear her get busy on that guitar, or the, the acoustic records, she really showed that voice or her performance at Dreamville. Like, I just love what she she always continues to show. And I'm not about to say I'm like not the super biggest Summer Walker fan, but I just I love her artistry at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And how she just keep you know what I'm saying keep kind of like breaking the wall down for that people try to put up in her, put up on her. Yeah, get that box out, like, cause people, especially the women R and B ears, like to put them in a box, mm-hmm. and she's doing a very good job of staying out of that box. No, for sure. And let's say records like this, bro. She's showing, like, yo, now I want to get with the best in the game. Yeah. Let's, let's listen to this real quick. Always featuring Summer Walker uh, by Daniel Caesar. Solid. Am I listening to Black Seminole? Yo, for real. I mean, always by himself is hard too. Baby, there will always be space for you and me, right where you left it. Which made me wonder why he didn't drop it already, or maybe he felt like he probably had too many features on it already. 
I noticed when he put the album on Friday out, the features weren't labeled. Right. Just that pain music, right there. Got a hot take I was gonna ask you how many songs in did you get did you get to before you started to well up? <laughs> Why do you think I shared that lyric? I saw that. Oh, this nigga started already. So <laughs> Yeah, they should definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely should get like a. I would see this perform. I would love to see them perform this. Love to see them perform this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely definitely want to hear that live, man, for sure, bro. And it's um. Ooh, excuse me. Henny and Jen. Not Jen, but Ginger Ale. Sorry, I'm not no. I'm about not. to say, nigga, you credible Hulk in it? Hi, I'm not that depressed. But anyways, um, I'm not sure because you know they dropped the Coachella. Uh, they dropped the list for the Coachella this year. And, you know, Daniel Caesar was on the one for last year. Great set, great yeah. set. I'm just kind of upset he might not be on the list for this year with this album. Okay, we got Frank, man. We might get some new Frank too. You already know, sir. <laughs> Just say it. Pause. Jesus Christ. Not a matter, sir. Not a matter, uh, sir. This year, um, our our three headliners are for Friday. We got Bad Bunny. Um, Saturday, Black Pink. Um, I've been hearing that name. I'm just not privy to the music. Um, and then closing out the week, we got Frank Ocean. Um. Yeah, Blackpink is an Asian group. I mean, Asian girl group. Okay. Oh, I did hear. Okay. 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 I did see them. Um, but yeah, how we feeling about Frank Ocean returning? Um, I don't know if it's gonna be with new music. Maybe we might get a new song with new music. I'll take uh, nostalgia on streaming. Like I could feel like he, but the thing is, Frank Ocean has that set list where he can just go off the oldies. He can just do nostalgia. He can do nostalgia, ultra channel orange and blonde all together. And they them people will be fine, bro. He he really he don't do. need to drop new music yeah. to close out. 
We really don't. Uh, niggas want to niggas wanna hear biking. Niggas want to hear Nikes, pink plus wide, Ivy. Ivy. They want to hear, uh, what's that shit? They want to hear their uh, Channel Orange, Suit, Pyramids, you know. I ain't gonna lie. One of my favorite songs off that I was Crack. I fucking love that song. You think he won't perform Super Rich Kids? Where Probably Earl? bring Ur- yo bring if Earl, out. Earl and Frank Ocean together. That will be fire. That will be fire. But yeah, Frank Ocean closing out. I mean, that's that's kind of cool though. I ain't even gonna I ain't gonna lie, man. Like he, that nigga is a fucking what do you, what do you call them? Uh, uh, what like a mythical mythical beast where you only find like Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot. That's because he wants to though, because I think he didn't he like finesse the industry. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the video on that, bro. It's, it's a crazy breakdown. But shout out to um people like Kate being on it. Metro Boomin got a um spot on um met on Coachella very high. Uh Pusha T, Toby Nawaway, um Nawagway. I feel like I fucked that up. That nigga be everywhere. He be All moving right. and fucking shaking. The gorillas are gonna be um going on right before Bad Bunny. I would love to see that performance. Um, the gorillas are still around. Right. They brought them outside. Um on Saturday, the only name I really care about on here is Young Lean, Kenny Beats. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yo, I'm like one of day one Young Lean fans, bro. Like, I ain't gonna say act like I know shit song by song, but I was outside for the Young Lean wave, and it was dope, bro. It was dope. A lot of these niggas today are really copying this nigga shit. I you didn't paint talk. you as a Young Lean fan. Bro, it's because of the idea of what it is today of what all of his kids look like. Back then, it was just listening to some wavy beats. You like Young Nudie? I probably won't, but we'll see. <laughs> Same vibe. <clears throat> well, you got to think I'm, I'm older now. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they got my guy's dinner party on there, Hiatus Coyote. Um, Umi's on there. That's dope. Flo Millie got on there. That's really dope for her. Um, this is really the bigger name. Let's see for there. Oh, Earth Gang got a spot on there too. That's dope. Uh, they brought Bjork outside. What the Bjork and Bjork? Yo, where did they find Bjork though, son? Uh, rest in peace, my boy John Lennon. They got Caliucci's on here. A boogie got a high spot. They found Jay Paul. Where did they find Jay Paul? Like, dude, Jay, Jay Paul? Paul. Jay Paul was an artist. I believe that was like around the uh, what's my boy name? Um, James Blake Bonavere. Oh, he, he won them Leroy niggas. That, like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy era. He won them Leroy niggas. Yeah, but the dude, son, son had his he, one he like. Little demo album that came in says so many dope songs on there, and just nothing really like the lore of him just started to build after that. Nothing really like consistent music wise after that. Um, Lotto, we got Lotto on there, we got Glorilla, we got uh, Trimmer. Um, their album dropped. Yeah, did you get a chance to listen to that? Couple records. Uh, the intro was hard. Yes, that intro was hard. Yeah, Oriental that made me miss them niggas. That intro, I haven't heard the entire album, but that intro made me feel good. Like it, it made me okay. This, the rest of this going gonna be heat, but um, I gotta get back to it. Yeah, man. Um, just looking at the joints, you got IDKs, another artist I've been listening to a lot. That's really dope. Um, and my girl Foshe, no name is on here. 
She about she's to drop an album. Out. Yeah, she about to drop something soon. I can't wait for that to come out. Um, but yeah, given like some of the artists that I seen last year, like we seen last year, I seen Omar Apollo on the um Coachella stage. I seen we had Snow Allegra, we had um Steve Lacey, we had Larry June was on there. Uh, who else made that stage last year? That was I said Daniel Caesar. Weekend. And I don't see none of them out here this year, but I know Steve. Look, Steve Lacey just finished touring, so he probably don't want to be back outside right now. Larry June, I wish he would have been on this stage performing this album. Wasn't he at Dreamville? He was at Dreamville. He did. Okay, he did yeah, great. This before the album. That was before the album, but still, it's festival season, so we got mad festivals dropping. You're gonna see a lot of artists popping out everywhere. So you're definitely gonna be seeing that um happening and moving and grooving. But Coachella's outside, Frank Ocean is outside. That's the news. Can't wait. I'm gonna be watching that joint on YouTube because I'm not taking that trip out there. It's Question. Do you think Frank Ocean can do a Beyonce? Right after his Coachella performance, he says, NDSPs mm-hmm. right now. Blase, blase, blase by Frank Ocean. Can he do bro, that? Can he? What? He didn't even have to be on that to do that. Bro, nigga think thinks so? Frank Ocean dropping a new project every four five months, bro. That's true. That's true, too. Look at Kendrick. You know look, look, at, look at Kendrick. Kendrick dropped it for five years. Yeah, and it, it's, it's it would like, have yeah, you can definitely drop, and people will be whoa, like you know what I'm saying. Like, but like Beyonce did it though. It's a it's a specific kind of drop. Frank Ocean is that much of a of a mythical beast that he can drop something it's and people be like niggas. Frank Ocean sighting. So you, you can bro. you don't need a warning for his album. You Hell, can just drop. Frank Ocean is like, bro. Frank Ocean to these people is like a is like a music deity, bro. It's like Damn. nothing he can do wrong to these people, bro. They dicky and heavy. I mean, he got the catalog. He like it, though. Like, and it's the story of Frank Ocean, too, bro. Like, that nigga really, like, he really, like, what a lot of artists say, like, they, uh, oh, this fame is so much. It's, I just can't do this sometimes. I wish I was in your guy's shoes. You know, you always get some artists like that, like, being, being riches and everything you make it as type nigga. Oh, Cole you know, just said that. J. Cole just said that in the interview. Oh, where he did, why that's fucking crazy. I he said he'd rather be he'd rather be the everyman. Would I'll give J. Cole the credit because he's preached that damn near since the music he started his shit. He lives his life by it. Yeah, so I can't take that away from Cole. But like when I see Frank, like Ocean is just like, bro, the nigga. He really is like off the grid, bro. I'm living my life at my own accord. I'm not living for y'all. I make my music for me, and y'all just happen to fuck with it. And I think that's really dope. <laughs> that's pretty much how he moved, bro. But moving on from Coachella, man, we also have some other joints that came out this um weekend, man. Um, let me see. Da, 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 Currency. Da, da. Currency and JD dropped the first installment of their three project uh collab. I didn't know that was gonna be that. I thought it was gonna be like a one big project. Yeah, um, um I wish it was actually because this is kind of short, it's only seven songs, <laughs> right? So it's just like, but then you know it's the wave right now, you know. Yeah, it's called for motivational use only volume one. Um, a couple standouts for me were off the lot with two chains. Um, yeah, so, so crazy on that. So so jets, which is the intro, um, and never fall off with Ti. Surprisingly good verse. I mean, Ti is not a bad rapper, bro. He's been like he was one of, at one time one of the best in the game at a point. Like he's been like this lately. 
I give you that, but he's not he's not no scrub. We ain't gonna do that to him. Um, joints that I listened to over the weekend, man. Um, shout out to uh, I don't know if we talked about this already. I know we talked about uh the, or I think we already talked about that. Yeah, I already talked about cute joint. Um, Willow dropped a live album from the Electric Lady Studios. I thought that Willow was the- Smith. Yeah, so um, you know, I've been rocking with her on her like on her punk vibes or like punk rock vibes and shit like that. It just been some really dope music. She can like really sing, dog. Like I think she really she had did a um I don't know it's kind of going to mixed reviews, but she did a mm. she did a not the album but the um she did a cover to Bag Lady, which it wasn't like no rock shit or nothing like that. She just made it more like a more melodic, more soft. You know what I'm saying? As the remix of um Bag Lady is the with the with the Dr. Dre shit on there. You know what I'm saying? If you heard the original Bag Lady, it's more of a like a Damn there sound like a damn that don't got no no beat on it damn there it's like acapella damn there but this one is just more of a uh more vulnerable sounding and such like that for the story if you know the concept the bag lady and such it's still like the way she sung it still gives it its validity and such to the lyrics and such it's just some people probably just not used to hearing it so slow like that and if you didn't never hear the first one then i don't think you really really be able to appreciate this one and so people some people are really hung up on the second version of bag lady which is the more hip-hop version which is the best version that shit is hard but i mean it's a great cover man give willow some slack y'all she's really out here cooking food and once again she did it at a legendary studio she did like i said she um she just performed some of her dope songs there i've been liking like i said the live album vibes that we've been getting lately i've really been appreciating i've been wondering like i said we got the sofi stadium joint with with uh weekend got this joint with her and electric lady studios um if you're not privy to electric lady studios that was the studio that um jimmy hendrix opened up right before his passing and such and ever since then, yeah ever since then people just been trying to go there and a lot of classic albums have been produced there um so it's kind of like a hot spot or hotbed for you know what I'm saying a lot of rock artists and such and just musicians um terrace martin dropped something with aaron ray and ninth wonder call for granted go check that joint out um i just like what aaron ray and terrace martin they've been linking up a lot and terrace martin and ninth wonder being together is just dope as hell uh we had an album with um mad Lib, dj um mugs and mayhem loren called Shady. i heard it yeah definitely it's- go check that joint out right there son a lot of dope fucking beats on that shit and mayhem loren flowing yeah. like he's found a great groove with mugs and and with this mad lib joint sign because it's really great for him, you know, yeah, being under that Bronson, like that shadow, like an album like this, definitely. And you know, what I'm saying the records he was putting out last year, like he's been moving, moving last couple albums. Been he he had the Derringer, mm-hmm. the entirely produced by Derringer joint that was fire, he came out during the summer. Now he got this shit, bro. Put a Derringer to DJ Muggs and Mad Lib, that's crazy. They gotta respect your pin heavy, you know what I'm saying? They gotta respect your pin heavy. You getting that type of look, um, and you know, shout out to Madlib. He's about to do a, a, he's about to get ready to drop a, um, a, say the term post posthumous posthumous album with uh, Madlib, not Madlib, Mac Miller called Maclib. Um, Cannot actually, fucking really, wait. really, really can't wait to hear that shit, son. For real, for real. Cannot fucking wait. Um, we had also God Fahim drop the tape, Berserko. With uh producer oh no, um, what else he dropped um, he dropped some other shit too. He dropped him and him and um, homie, him and Mac, him Mac, and, him, Mac, and Craven, dump guy oh, reloaded. 
Yeah, I'm about to have to go listen to that shit. Fuck that. Only on Bandcamp. I'm a listener when they stream. <laughs> As you can see, they just took the money out of my shit, so I'm definitely gonna wait till they stream. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to the, uh, the group they dropped an um, album called New Moon. Got uh, one of my favorite songs of the year so far called In the Mood with Young Blue. Dope record on there, man. Um, this is a really dope um two for two uh man group right here, man. They really make some really good songs, bro. Go check them out. Um, Conway dropped the uh joint quarters. Ooh, yeah, that ain't the one though. That ain't the one. It's the, the other one. one. Brucefix. Yes, Brucefix went crazy. Ooh, oh, and ass. Then he had Crisis on the on the quarters. Like, him and Crisis really like have an amazing. Like connection, bro. Crisis is really fire, son. And then we got the old Hall and Nash flow, like some Bruce picks. Like, yeah, I'm interested to see what Conway's cooking up, bro. Interested to see. But then we got the the song of the weekend, quote unquote, "Search and Rescue" with Drake, bro. How did you feel about that record? Given all of the hype beyond it with the fake Kim Kardashian picture, all of that, bro. <laughs> he dropped this record. That wasn't even that good. What was yeah. how did you feel about it? It was, I'll be honest, the hype and all the talk around it was starting the weekend before. Because the weekend before it leaked, the snippet leaked, and you heard the part where you hear Kim sample voice saying talking about divorce. So I'm like, okay, this is gonna surface somewhere. Then this weekend comes around and we see the cover of the single and it's the helmet picture with the Kim lookalike, mm -hmm. which I guess was supposed to be replicating a picture that Kim took with a, with a helmet on and then Drake. And honestly, bro, at this point, Kanye got to get this nigga the hands. Got to bro. He needs to be got playing. To. I will be playing Drake's verse from sickle mode all week. You're not going to diss my wife on no mid. For real, sign like to hear. I yo, I wonder how Kim feel about that. Kim don't care because at the end of the day, bro. Nah, Kim son. is exposure for the you exposure. Using, you can't be using me for your messy shit, God. That's nasty. Shout out to her. She got the um American Horror Story starting. Um, she's gonna be starring in American Horror Story. This I ain't gonna summer. lie, unless you on there on your Lady Gaga, she said she said the bar. So unless you you ain't that, I'm on yes. I seen that too, but. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I thought that was just nasty marketing from Drake, bro. When I first seen it, you called me. I thought it was. I was like, "Oh, this nigga is in it's his different. bag." Different. He's to go to Toronto at this point. And like you know, it's pull up season, son. It's but it's season, it's Christian Kanye. You go find. He knows he's not gonna do nothing. Something, bro. Pusha needs to send your shooter or something. He's oh, not gonna shooter. do nothing. Dang, see, you see how you, you don't got no shooters no more. Nope. This ain't this ain't Louis Vuitton Don Kanye. It's different. Who gonna shoot for Kanye now? Consequence. Consequence. Oh my god. Yeah. With his man. big teeth. But nah, dog. It's it's. I ain't gonna lie. It's nasty movement for Drake. But it's clear as day. It's still up for him and and Kanye. He's still show. But why? Because it's easy. Like I said, it's Christian Kanye. He ain't gonna do shit. So let's flip, let's flip the script. We heard about this um Kendrick shot 
on the all what was it called all painted all all painted so it, it, it was another like like last weekend it what leaked that, first what was that it was it was drake's i believe it leaked oh it leaked oh see i don't be listening to drake leaks because they're, they're gonna get repackaged and repurposed the very next week like this one was yeah, so he needs to not do that, bro. We, we it's like, cause how long it? <laughs> Kendrick shot ahead. When was Control? Two thousand sixteen. Two thousand and no. Two thousand and thirteen. Thirteen. That was Hall of Fame. That was the the Big Sean shit. Facts. Then the the like he been like, even when you started like pull like boohooing, he shot at you on a damn um Mister and nothing. Mr. Morale, too. A, a, a minor sublimate, but nothing like you was at with Pusha or Ye, especially like you was with Ye. Like, none of that energy, bro. None of that energy for Kendrick, bro, ever. None. I mean, the thing is, too, it's Boogeyman. Drake know who Candyman is. He knows. He knows it's Kendrick. He knows like, that. He's in a pack a couple times, bro, like. He put Big Sean in the pack. Like, son, like, he, like, Drake knows when to hold him, and he knows when to fold him. And I ain't going to lie, I don't like it. Because when he, when he, when he, when he, like, you know what I'm saying? When he fold him, he fold a nigga. But when he hold mm -hmm. it, it's against the killer that's on him. Yeah, you know the same thing, no. The same thing, no. The same common, the same, none of the niggas you beef with. This ain't even pusher. It really not. <laughs> like for real, God. Like, oh nah, bro. That's why I'm like, this whole this whole weekend for Drake has been really weird. Nah, I don't like, see the purpose in any of this shit. You pushing like, forty, my nigga. It's like you barking up this tree for what? For what? Like what? 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 What got you? What got you so upset? You know what I'm saying? Drake can't go bar for bar with Kendrick. And the thing is, Drake is an amazing lyricist. He is, but not when it's against like, Kendrick. It's just like, bro, why you don't want to test yourself with the goats? You a goat yourself. Like, stop playing. I'm not going to lie, though. Duppy, Duppy Freestyle was good. Yeah, because he was cooking Kanye shit. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't even pushing. He's going at Kanye. Bro, he said, like, two lines about pushing. Yeah. And Unloaded all kinds. You see what I'm saying? He knows <laughs> Kanye ain't gonna do shit. Like, wait, he's not even talking about pussy. He's he talking about Kanye. Oh, this is we really beefing. He knows. He knows Kanye ain't gonna do shit to him because Kanye's a pacifist now. He's soft. You know, Kanye he, had a couple shots on Donda. He had a couple shots. Compare that to you needed me to, to stretch your hands, father. No, I, know. I know. Remember that? Like, no, come on. I know. That was one of my favorite lines of that the song. The thing is, he if you can you can say shit like I'm not, and the thing is, I'm not even trying to say like he could win the chip, but you got ammo for cop. He does, he does. Like, bro, you brought this nigga in the game. Like, not in the game, but like no key. Club you Paradise know what I'm tour. Like, stop acting like you stop being so scary, Drake. What the fuck, bro? Like, do you, do you want to stay? We brought a pusher. You want to stay? We want to stay on oh, pusher God, real quick. Um, let me just remove my Jimmy Cape because I have my Jimmy Cape on a lot on the show. Not today. Not today. He dick eating. No, he's dick eating. Yeah, bro. Like, so uh Jim Jones was on the rap caviar podcast. 
Um, and uh, they were talking about, I guess, Pusha T, top 50, rapper Z, top 50, whatever, whatever. And he said he's not in top 50. Crazy. Pretty much, I don't know if you can really name 50 rappers, like, all around better. You can't. You no? can't. But it's like, I get it, man. Like, Drake just shot a child, heavy pull-up situation. Like, that's your guy. You don't want to. You see it. Wanna, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to burn bridges in situations like that because Drake is very petty like that. And he even liked the post. And he powerful, too. The man even liked the Instagram post of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas know, like, bro, it's open. And it's like, Jim Jones, come on, God. Like, we really doing that, son? It's no need for this, man. Like, you being political like that? That's not cool, Jim Jones, bro. That's not cool, son. Because I think he is your type of music, nigga. Mm-hmm. Now he's disrespecting him because now he's saying he's saying that 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 oh well he's rapping about coke that he ain't even sell. So now he going at his character now. It's past music. It's past music. Oh gosh. He's going at the nigga character now. So if that's the case, then then goddamn, goddamn it, then motherfucking King Von is the greatest rapper of all time. Basically, all these drill niggas is fucking the greatest rappers. Mount Rushmore at this point. That you feel me? Like shut up. Like, I think Pusher deserves it more than Jimmy. Jimmy don't deserve to be top fifty over Pusher. Hell no. He's not top fifty. I mean, I still stand on my argument that he. I can. We can definitely name fifty rappers better than Jim Jones. Yeah, in his own group too. Like it's like, bro. Like, come on, Cam Jewels. Like already over him, I'm putting them over him. Like, and I'm saying, well, like I said, I know we can name fifty, and it's like, we don't got. The thing is, like, you know, you if you're not even to be in the top fifty to say who should be, like, don't, nah, come on, get the fuck out of here, bro. Push is gonna talk spicy on that gangster grills. Oh yes, bro. This he he is just seeing this and taking this in. He knows Drake like the post because that nigga be everywhere. It's gonna get dark once that gangster grills drop. That's my prediction. I can't wait, bro. I ain't about to see this about to be a whole like, you know what I'm saying, shooting at everybody, you know, but why not? Address why this. not? At least address this for sure. Cause that's just, just a nasty take, bro. It's a nasty yeah. take. Like, come on, push a T has been giving us like at least for at least the past six years, has been giving us some of the best verses. It's three niggas that can talk about Coke and not get we cannot we we won't get tired of it. Pusha, Jeezy, Yo Gotti. If you're not on that list, oh no, it's a nigga that is going back and forth with one of the greatest rappers alive is not top fifty. This nigga push went back and forth with whole many times. Oh my god, bro! And I even trying to like. Act like I'm like super biased, but like this just come on, son. Like, nah, show that bias out. That's crazy. Show that, show that bias. That's crazy. That's crazy. The projects alone you've been putting out is just big classic worthy. And you're not, you know what I'm saying? This is solo. 
we even talk about, you know what I'm saying, as a as a duo, like, come on. That's not yeah, Jim Jones. You already, like I said, he yeah. he, he lost a little bit of points for me on that note right there. Because you you moving political now is just nasty it's, work. He's just trying to keep his keep his relationships tight, you know. <laughs> the corporate America. And the nasty part is Drake was shouting y'all niggas out. He was paying homage to yeah. y'all niggas. Y'all shouldn't give a fuck who, you know what I'm saying, doesn't like your opinion. It's not the other way around. Yes, huh? Like, niggas is going crazy for a Drake feature. That's crazy. DMX is rolling over in his grave, yo. You know what I'm saying? Recipes DMX also, you know, say his passing, you know, just anniversary of his passing just went by also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Recipes. Oh, that was by accident. I was not. Yeah. That wasn't a segue. That <laughs> was just a reminder. Yeah, definitely reminded me. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me for new music wise. Um, even music wise, just yo, I had watched that Trap Lord Ross documentary on King Von. That four Trap Ross. Yeah, and it's funny. Like I said, just this. I usually don't really dive into these type of joints here and there. I do. Like I used to watch like the old, like old school, like. Uh, crews like oh, like the old 90s, you know, what I'm saying 80s crews and documentaries and such, you know, in Detroit, New York City's, you know, all of them the old stories. They used to be like on American Gangster and shit like that. I used to watch those YouTubes and such, you know, when I used to be at work past time. I just like stories and such like that. But uh, I fell off for, for a while, and then you know, you know, what I'm saying I broke, you know, what I'm saying I broke Joe. He's, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna say he's like, for him and um, they're not like super well, Jason into the drill shit, but, you know, they. Joe pays attention to best, especially being out in New York City, and you know, yeah. Uh, Jason just like the, the music that be going on in this in that drill world and such. But I would be like, you know, what I'm saying, not really paying attention to be honest. With you. But then I just kind of like just happen to see these videos from the dude Trap Geek, who did like some really good 15 minute videos. Shout out to Trap Geek on YouTube. Go follow, go check him out. Um, a lot of really good videos breaking down a lot of these different situations. The Jacksonville dudes, you know, what I'm saying who are smoke niggas, and yes, said the K Flock and King Von, and you know, No Limit. All of these different situations, past and how they all got there, and then finding me to the Trap Lord Ross dude. Because you end up asking me, was I watching him? And I was like, nah, I was watching the other dude. I didn't even know who Trap Lord Ross was. And then I started seeing some of these, like, you know, what I'm saying our our some change documentaries and such. How well how he set it up, like. Dog, these joints were really, really, were really good. Now, as truthful or and or informal, I give it about a. Good Do you three. think they were truthful though? Like, because remember, you're hearing. Yeah, I about to say I give it a good 70, 30, 60, 40, depending on the stories. Like, because he, what I say, he digs deeper and more in depth. Than more most, you know, what I'm saying YouTubers that do this such do it. So it's like you're looking at certain things that most people didn't even weren't even privy to you know what i'm saying or certain stories or news articles and you know what i'm saying that people weren't even seeing before you know what i'm saying to put certain one and twos together you know what i'm saying now is he doing detective work yeah pretty much yes he is but most of these situations that he'd be talking about are already been happened you know what i'm saying so he's talking about it after the fact you know yeah so it's not as incriminating if he's you know, you know, he's not really doing yeah. nobody's work, and especially with the King of Oz situation. Then, you know, what I'm saying the brother passed already, so yeah, it's like so you kind of you just really just talking about the lore of the man at this point. Trap lore, Ross. Voila, you know what I'm saying? But 
it was dressed, it was parts of the time where I was watching where it's like he was trying to go off the tweets and such. And I'm like, bro, that don't even but if you understood what that word meant in the you wouldn't even think certain things, you know what I'm saying? It's certain jokes you have to understand being in the hood and certain slang and such like that. How just dudes talk that certain things mean certain things, but we have a thing for having dual meanings with certain words, also though. So man, we heard Ebonics by Big O. We heard we mean so I ain't gonna lie, like. I'm not here. I'm thinking like, oh, this King Brian's a serial killer ass dude. Serial killer was a wild term. He's Dexter. He's killing other serial killers. But to, for most of these things to be alleged, and you're going off of Twitter and all of these things and such like that, like if the cops couldn't even do it, how can you prove it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you think you better than a cops, nigga? Like, these niggas are sitting here watching these same videos you're watching, my boy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't Not know. Tell. But I thought it was, a, I thought he did some really good work on it. You know what I'm saying? It did open my eyes more to the whole situation and, like, all of that. Chicago, I, I wasn't paying attention to that shit, bro. And do I really like not? It's really sad, more so. The thing that I, I how, what I got out of that um documentary, more so than like, oh man, these niggas is gangster or whatever, like that. I was like, yo, these this is sad. These little niggas is nuts. Like, you feel me, bro? Like, you got kids 12, 13 to 16 out here catching 12 bodies. Think about that. 12, my nigga. Like, these kids is dying out here. It's crazy. Like, it's really sad, son. Like, and it's like, I ain't saying, like, son's glorifying because he's not glorifying anything. Anything. I will say that. It's not like how DJ Academics is making jokes or any of that shit with it. That's what made me turn me off with DJ Academics in the first place. I said, but Traveler Russ, like, he 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 he, he looks at it, he, he, he brings it to light. But we're really looking at it for like, bro, this is some nasty shit, bro. Like, a lot of this shit is fucking senseless. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's really, it's really sad, bro. It's really sad. And, and even the way that went, the way how it came around when I was just like, it's, it really sucks, bro. Cause the dude really had some, it really reminded me how he really was like, out of nowhere, this dude was yeah. like, about to make some moves in this shit, bro. And to see his story and like all of that is just like it's crazy, bro. It's really the energy crazy. you put out is what you bring in. That's all it is. It's all it is, bro. I'm a believer in that. The energy you put out is what yeah, you bring man. in. Yeah, because he definitely stole off on that nigga. But hey man, hey, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? I still gonna say rest in peace, man. Because shout out to that. them too. Uh Cam and Mace, man, they got a good thing going. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I still haven't caught it yet, but what y'all been saying has been really good. Oh, there you I, go. I've cool. been in so much other watching so many other things. I've haven't got just sports show period. But the clips y'all show me are funny though. They are funny. Like it's just it's it's first take, but like if they they sound like us, like like yeah, niggas. So like like it's, it's that. It's like you know they don't talk verbatim about what they said. He just went off on Joe Biden today. I posted that one on the overtime run. <laughs> Jill Biden is a piece of work, you know. Whoa, well, nice segue. So if, if you know one of my favorites, my favorite slogans. If crackers don't do anything, they, they gonna, gonna crack. Do, they are they gonna, gonna crack. crack. Oh man, and crack, she, crack away she did. And crack they what trust. What world do you see 
the losers going to the White House. Yeah, but also understand that you know, Jill Biden. For trophies now, God? Like, come on, son. Jill Biden and Caitlin Clark have that complexion for the connection. So you know how that goes. But it's a thing too, bro. Let's think about it on the on the um on the men's side. And I'm not trying to make this a men woman thing. I'm just talking about when you see male basketball teams and such. When they win, the president finds his team that he likes. That we're not the team they like. The, mean, the winning team down. The whoop, picture, speech, blah blah blah. We out, right? Been the same way every single fucking time. You know what I'm saying? I don't think when South Carolina, even when South Carolina was, I don't think nobody was even asking yo who. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Dawn Staley though, but you know nope, saying? it wasn't. Yeah, my girl, I forgot what her name was, but their center, she was a fucking beast, yo. I love her, son. What was her name like Aja? Aja, Aja Houston, Aja, Aja Huston, Aja Houston. Some might shit. be. Amazing. It was like her and, and, and the Della Dawn girl got um drafted the same year. Elena Della Dawn. They got. I think drafted. it's. A, I think it's Aja Huston, Aja Houston. Yeah, because they. I think they were in the. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm re- follow what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say Angel Reese is like, I'm not trying to go on her ghetto, no shit like that. But you know, with Angel, with the girl Aja, she was, you know what I'm saying, quiet about the shit, whoop de whoop. They did their thing, whoop de whoop, right? Angel Reese, you know, today team, they lit about their shit, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they having fun, whoop de whoop, you know what I'm saying? In the game, they was being competitive. They, you know how we, you know how we play. You know, shout out to the other young lady too. Um, the little rapper joint. Flo J. Because I saw the um the interview they had with um the pivot, her and Angel Reese. Her story is really dope too. Y'all yeah, should check that out. As such, and you know, she she was on America's Got Talent for the rapper. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. The next thing you know, she did the basketball. She's just a renaissance woman. Yep. Facts. Her side. I can't. And the song she put out too was dope. She put out. She puts out little four packs. Yes, uh, um, but yes, yeah, and like I said, like when the whole Angel Reese and um, Kaylin Clark, the whole you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, you can't see blah 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 situation going on. People trying to call her. You know what I'm saying? She trying to say they ruled or whatever, whatever. Really trying to say that they that they they've been trying to call this team ghetto. They trying to that's what they really been trying to do. That's really what, right between the lines. You know what I'm that's saying? That's what Dawn Staley's press conference was too. She was like, "Don't call us ghetto. Don't call us this. Don't call because they want they want to call that young lady and that team ghetto." No, son. They just having fun with they basketball. This is yes. how we give it up. We in your face with it. This is how we play on our courts. Believe it. This is how we play in our gyms. We play competitive like this. We you want to fuck that. you up too. You want to you want to do all that? Where when we when we start smoking you, we write back. Oh, what was that? What was that? Where's all of that? Bro, um, Come I on, think son, like this 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 um standard be God like this stemmed from I guess because remember Caitlin Clark was doing this bullshit the whole tournament, right? right. So. Angel and Reese and tweeted. So I rock with Clay, Caitlin Clark. And I rock great with player. her doing that. She's a I, great player. The thing is, I rock with her doing that. And I'm not taking yeah. nothing away from Caitlin Clark. Let's keep it tall. She's the best in the in the, in the country. They called her uh, Cam and these niggas. They called her um, uh, female stuff. Because she could shoot from anywhere. So I said the same thing when I first seen her. Nigga. It, it goes. Water. But, but Angel Reese saw that. It's not she, her. It's the other. It's the it's the supporters. It's, it's the other, supporting supporting crackles. You know what I'm saying? 
and they are just they're making it really hot where they try we see these combative we see these two different sides of basketball you know what i'm saying and let's keep it tall like caitlin clark really ain't gonna say nothing because like she was losing you know what i'm saying i ain't say she was a sore loser but like when that moment happened she when i go say she know what time it is you know what i'm saying is the other people who ain't used to it you know what i'm saying they ain't used to seeing you know what i'm saying these a, a person this good get you know what I'm saying? Debbie, Debbie, the, the top person here joint gets smoked by somebody else, and they start, you know what Whoa. I'm saying? Like it's Angel it's, Reese I love was it, as was a basketball fan, as, as a basketball fan and a, and playing in the hood, like that's that's my basketball right there. Yeah, it's, it's face that's up, ain't you mean like you know, that's my energy, bro. That's why I hate when they be doing all that in other sports where they don't let them talk trash, bro. Like, let them talk they trash, dog. Like it's, it's a part of the bro, game, bro. I don't watch like I you already know I don't watch women's ball, but when I saw the story leading up to this game, bro, I was and this is how you I was it. glued. But this is how you got to do it. But this is the thing, you don't get this if you don't have a team like LSU. Yeah, you need storylines, I think. I think that's what that's what that's what they need. Storylines. You know what I'm saying, son? Like you need you need you need prolific players, you need mm-hmm. prolific teams, you need like you need even prolific coaches like LSU coaches crazy. Now look, she looked like a modern version of Dolly Parton the way she be dressing, son. Like, but that's how they give it up down there, too, though. Yeah, but still though, son, like because you know she don't got the Dolly Partons, but but yeah, but anyway, she ain't have to do something, like <laughs> they got it. But but not son. If, if, like, if them girls stay, they, that's a rivalry. If them girls stay at school, I don't want it to be like you know what I'm saying. You gotta find every team that gotta come. Gotta be some super inner like no. If a team that make it just a boring team that just happen to be the best team, then it is what it is. But when you see another team like this, we're not about to vilify if we're trying to be ghetto. Um, I'm saying not like not not no sportsmanship, none of that. Like come on, son. It's corny how they always try to wait, make. They did it with they did it with the black wide receivers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Call them divas. You know what I'm saying? They do it to they do it to black um, NBA players in the game when they talk they trash and they having their games. You Call them difficult. You know, it, they do it everywhere, bro. Like it's 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 really starting to get really annoying at this point, and to the point where you got teams like this when they where they can bring women's basketball to a great. A great height like this, y'all want to dilute it with some dumb shit like this, or it's really just a game of basketball that you're seeing. Yeah. A couple yeah, more stats to- on the game. Yeah. Um, it did as far as ratings go. Um, it did better than the last two NBA finals. Mm-hmm. Um, it but did better like than milli, right. Huh? They pulled like nine milli, right? Nine milli. Yeah. Better than the last uh last two NBA finals. Better than every major All Star game this year. Come on. Um, better than I want to say they said something else. Um, better than the season finale. I forgot what it was, but just for it to be better than the NBA finals the last two years, that's a huge statement for the women, a huge statement for women's college basketball. And they, you know what I mean? That's huge, huge, Bro, huge. I love it. You, I know it's straight up like this. When have you ever seen anybody keep it tall running to watch the women's championship match before they watch the men's? Right, right. Yo, the, it, the it, men's about the men's because it was a whole bunch of fresh new teams, and it was that I love that storyline, but this yeah. one was way better. I didn't know who won the men's till like the next day. Yeah, UConn won. And the crazy thing is Angel Reese and his son from UConn are cousins. 
The plot is thick. Makes it even sweeter. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, shout out to um Andrew Reese, man. Shout out to Kaylin Clark. Two dogs, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to LSU. Shout out to uh, Iowa, man. Two great teams, dog. They did their thing. Once again, man, I would love to see, like I said, next year, man, y'all got the next team, though, y'all got to follow this up. Y'all do, yeah. Well, no, they're going to stay. The bar is set now. The bar is set. I think they staying, no? I mean, I would like to see it. Shoot, hell. Fuck it. Um, On to the next thing on the docket. Um, Over the weekend after Mania, we got some big news. Uh, WWE Endeavor. That's, that's what it is now. And then, like, right after Mania, damn near, did this news drop. Mustache Vince, you know what I mean? New look, donning the new look with this uh, new deal. Uh, $9 billion is what it sold for to uh, Endeavor. Yeah, son. Um, so, shout out to uh, my twin over at Endeavor, Ari. Um, <laughs> I forgot what his last name was. But, um, but yeah, so they um linked up and so you know they linking up with we're not linking up with UFC, but they're now under the same umbrella as USC. Um explain as, that because I thought they was under the I thought they were linking up. They're under the same umbrella. It's like I, I mean you could see something happen, but I don't think it's anything in the right now or in the in the okay. near future, you know. We just know they're they're under the same umbrella as UFC now, where Endeavor now has two of the biggest combat sports under their umbrella now you know what i'm saying so right really that's kind of you know what i'm saying cool to see um and what i've got from that interview is that he pretty much saying that we're not touching creative we're keeping that all you know what i'm saying letting them continue to do what they do we're just going to handle the finances and all the things in the background and such like that try to make this expand to bigger places and bigger venue well, i guess the bigger i don't know about bigger venue but i guess that too though you know what i'm saying so they pretty much are going to influx more money into this shit you know what i'm saying and I'm mad at it. Yeah, I can't be mad at that. You know, I always want to see WWE continue to progress. You know, especially as a as a company. You know, there's knowing where they came from, and now that we know too, Vince has lost majority stock and um, I mean the majority shareholds in the um, in the in the little thingy thingy they have. I forgot what it's called. Little pyramid, yeah. little pyramid scheme they have. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> We won't be seeing just random bullshit coming out of the way now. Niggas could just be like, yeah. hey, we don't want to see that. That's no. huge. But at the end of the day, like I always been saying, like niggas in the chat been saying, this is still his company. Now, according to Michael Cole, Triple H is running this. That was not intentional. No, no, that was intentional. That was not by mistake. That was intentionally put on the script. I swear, right? to you know what I'm saying. I swear like, to God, it was. Oh yeah, I feel like I felt like yeah. they definitely like because I well what they did Monday was the whole Triple H. Uh, we're not going anywhere. They know about the middle boop de boop blah blah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean it was just like, come on guys, like rally the troops. But you know, he's gonna let Triple H go out there and do his dirty work. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Dream yeah, told you. <laughs> but yeah, so he is. Is I mean, I'm not looking at this in a in a crazy way. Where like I said, we're gonna be seeing my fucking Conor McGregor at next WrestleMania. If we do, hey, that's cool. But I'm not looking. 
I'm not saying I'm. Per, I, I just see it in the near future. I just don't personally. I think they're still going to still hold on their own and try to, you know, what I'm saying get this brand and expand on what they want to do to try to be really, really next to the UFC. You know, what I'm saying instead of having them, you know, what I'm saying come over to their shit. Now, in the sense of like, this is a good place for, you know, what I'm saying UFC guys to come over once they retire. That could be really dope. I would like to see some shit like that. But outside that, I mean, no, just keep it, keep that money flowing in. You know, what I'm saying let these guys be able to get to some more, you know, what I'm saying doper venues. Hopefully, we can get some better you know what i'm saying uh venue sets for these uh pay-per-views now but i'm just, i'm i'm cool with it man i'm not looking nothing too crazy i'm just happy that vince doesn't have as much shares as he does now so he doesn't have that full control which it always pisses me off cuz we always got some dumb shit coming out of that but um let me think what else happened from this endeavor deal but oh well speaking of that um later that we we they announced that we have a draft coming up oh loso must have got frozen up they got the draft coming up soon um that was announced by Triple H on the next uh on the next um episode on SmackDown, which I'm interested for, man. We haven't had a draft in a while. I think it's really needed. Uh yeah, a lot of wrestlers moving and shaking all around this uh around the brands right now. So definitely we're be interested to see what will happen. Um because especially coming after Manny, you want to see new more new storylines, you know what I'm saying, flesh out and such like that. I think a I definitely think a draft would do that, man. Especially we got the return of Riddle. Um, I know we got the, we hearing about Street Profits. They probably gonna finally do the split for the Street Profits with this draft. I'm hearing. Oh yeah, hey, I, 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 I finished pretty, I finished pretty much up with the um Endeavor situation. I was talking about when Triple H followed up with that that Friday with the draft. That oh word word. Think about the uh, draft because I was saying I feel like it's needed right now. Especially you got Riddle coming. You had this Riddle return. You got people coming back from injuries. You got, um, you know what I'm saying, this the news possibly of them splitting the street profits with that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a lot of new storylines and such that we could start fleshing out with this with this, uh, with this this draft, which is really – shit is kind of getting a little stale. A little, little stale. I think – I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, If you want a prediction for the draft for me – So we got a month. A prediction for the draft for me, I'll just give you one. I'll just give you one, and I hope it happens. I hope they find a way. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I hope they find a way to make it so that the WWE title stays on Raw. Well, May. I, when is when is Backlash? Backlash is in May. What date? I, I feel like it's the first um, one, like early May. They usually do first week because they they have the entire month of April to build. Is May 6th. May 6th. So, depending on what we had been incurred, well, Roman is not on the card. Is, well, Roman is not even scheduled to be on it, so there's no title match for that. So, Brock and Cody, that's your yeah, main so event. We're not getting them split, bro. They're not splitting them. Look, man, I just, I, I don't want to see a 2000 year, 2000 day reign. I don't want to, I want to, that, bro. Actually, yeah. they said that man would have to run until 2028. I don't see that happening. Niggas will literally stop watching the product, bro. I told Sue, I think I told him yesterday, the day before, I told him, I was like, yo, what this Roman Reigns title reign has proved is that we do not have the patience nor the the um, the um attention span for long title reigns anymore. 
We do two not. Years, I mean, two years is a lot. But the thing is, because you got so much great talent, bro. It wasn't as much great talent like this back in the day. There wasn't. But when you think about it, the reign of terror, Triple H's reign of terror, and before he lost it to Shawn Michaels. No, I'm lying. Before he lost it to Benoit, that was about from like 2003, September 03 to like. Yeah, for about as long as Evolution was. Um, that's about a year and change, bro, of him just like. Nah, wait, no, wait, didn't he lose it to. Um, I thought he lost HBK. it to Andy. No, 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 no. He lost it to. You're right, you're right, you're right. He lost it to. He lost to um Benoit. Benoit lost it to Randy, right? Mm-hmm. And then he got it back from Randy. Right. But I'm talking about the first time. Because remember, he lost. He got the undisputed title. He got the world heavyweight title from Bischoff, right? In September or August, September around there. Held it up until at for about a year. Nah, but less than that. Less than that. Yeah, he lost at the elimination chamber. That was right. You're 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 right. Cause like I said he got it back. He got it. He back. got it back in December. That's when Evolution got built up. Mm-hmm. He got it back in December, and then that's when him and Booker T had their shit at WrestleMania. He won that. Then Goldberg came around, and Nash and Scott Steiner, and Reign of Terror began. Is it really a who is it? Where is a Reign of Terror on WC X WCW niggas? Mm, well, in hindsight. That title reign looks kind of crazy because that was a former WCW belt, and he beat mostly WCW niggas. Sick work, sick work. But no, nah, man, I think Shh. I think with this draft, bro, I'm 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 hoping we get some returns, man. I can't wait for guys like AJ Styles to come back. I really can't wait for him to come back, bro. He, I, I kind of miss him on the roster now. You know what I'm saying? But Mid-part then again, I ain't gonna lie, no funny son. Like I kind of miss Riddle on the roster, like. Well, he's he retired, here. I was like, damn, son, this is kind of like you need another nigga like Riddle back on the on the scene on the scene right now, bro. Riddle um, back. He around. Um, who else, bro? Orton. Well, they saying he's still not ready yet. I I, I believe that. Word. I thought he was at fucking Mania Weekend. He was ready to go. He was, bro. He he was there for um he was there for the uh Hall of Fame. See, man, and Orton is a nigga that I could see believably could beat Reigns. He could. Yeah. But the thing is, with, even with the Reigns, I'm just, I don't know, man. They just, uh, I'm not ready for all these sequels. You know my plan, man. Give it, let Solo a J win that Money in the Bank briefcase. Hell no. Let's so get ready for the ride. I don't want to see them niggas win that title. Neither one. Bro, it it's it ends with Jay though. That's the thing. You yeah, saw SmackDown bloodline, not the title run. SmackDown was fire, by the way. Like the way the, the main thread of Paul Heyman and and Jay Uso and how Sammy's talking to Jay Uso. Oh, it, that was fire, dog. Thought he was like, we told Solo, if he doesn't finish our Sammy Zayn problem, finish our problem. I was like. Whoa. He's talking minute. about Jay. He's talking about Jay. Wait a minute. These niggas still cooking. Bloodline they Civil War, cooking. man. Bloodline <laughs> Civil War. They cooking still, God. But yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm interested to see what this uh how they're gonna go into the second quarter, man. Cause with the draft, I I'm really happy about this draft, God. Like, because hopefully, like I said, we get my man Braun Breaker get called up, son. Like, 
really needed um what else they gotta so? stick to it they gotta stick to the draft though they gotta they can't do somebody on gable stevenson whatever he's doing because <laughs> the last draft yeah, but isn't his brother in the next in nxt damon kemp as, as he is now yeah yeah but yeah so it's just i don't know god like I'm interested for that, but this backlash is just I'm I don't know what I don't know what to really expect from it. I know they, I know we're gonna get Dom and um Dom and uh what's his name Damian versus Ray and, and Bad Bunny. We might get um Zelina versus uh Rhea. Waste of time. Rock Cody. I didn't. I don't know after that. Uh, just yeah, I don't really. Oh, I mean, Damian Priest is Puerto Rican, right? That's what he's in the tag. Um, Zelina, Puerto Rican. Um, I mean, Cody Cuban, allegedly, not close enough. Um, they ain't got that many Puerto Ricans. Oh, the Lotharios, man, where Humberto and the other nigga at? Are they Puerto Rican? I'm thinking of the wrong niggas. I'm thinking of Carly of um Primo and 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 the other nigga. Those yeah, Primo uh uh oh, I forgot what the other nigga name was. Who cares? Primo is such a cool name. <laughs> but nah, son. I'm um yeah, I think that's about it for me for um for for wrestling side. Uh, I know this. I know they um I know this. My shout out to my boy Sonata. Got the uh, IWGP win. New champion over there, finally, man. He finally got it. So shout out to him for that. Um, Sasha Banks is still over there cooking, man. She just had a great triple threat. Um, what else happened? Uh, oh, they kicked my boy El Fantasmo out of Bullet Club. So I feel like they're about to do another Bullet Club Civil War situation with Jay White, uh, who just who showed up on AEW. He I'm linked up with what's his name. Juice Robinson, OG, uh, Bullet, with their, um, his Bullet Club brethren, Bullet Club Golden Black versus the other Bullet Club, David Finley's Bullet Club, or whatever. So we'll see what's going on with that when that happens. But, um, yeah, man, let's go on and get ready to chop bottom. Let's see what we got next. Let's go into our. Wu Tang finale recap. Well, Loso is loading up. Yeah, power, my internet, <laughs> internet going crazy, man. My fault. Now you good, God. Let's uh give the intro song for this uh Wu Tang recap real quick. Cause this was a this this was a heavy one, man. Yeah, I had to I had to rewatch it to understand because maybe i just really wasn't ready for this song this i mean for this for this show to be over with i like that they ended it here because i didn't want them to go through the whole old dirty passing away shit you don't want to relive trauma you know like, yeah what are you gonna have game dash coming to get like oh dirty i'll be disgusted they better not ever uh, malik yoba yo see now you want to fight <laughs> now you want to fight. What's why call you nigga Malik Yoba? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> He's a very he has a very common face. All right. 
So the intro for this Wu Tang uh, recap is gonna be Triumph, man. Off that Wu Tang forever. Here we go, man. Cause they didn't play my boy uh intro and his, his they ain't really get to really get my boy's light, so we won't give we're gonna give spec his light on here. Yeah. My nigga Rats. I hate resident deliveries. They just fly to the top of the cerebral cortex. Make you feel like you're busting up for raw sex. If you're right, bitch, you can clog up your blood. I'm not going to play to get central station. Go grab 
Sorry, I had to play that whole joint. So as I kept going, I was like, "Damn, he's digging classic." Oh, don't blame you, bro. I'm sorry, guys. I just really wanted to play spec, but I was like, "Damn, the rest of these niggas did cook on here." But yeah, man. So we at the end of this fucking show, man. Damn, son, it's finally over. Man, what a ride, bro. What a ride, man. Great stories, great. You know what I'm saying? Drum, dr- dramatizations of such, man. Great actors, great introduction, introduction of actors, also, man. Mm-hmm. Um. I will say, man, this episode definitely uh, it was dope. I like the story because you could kind of see where, like, the future tensions of and just the future just relationship of Wu-Tang and how it would be so up and down going towards that future as they got older and more successful and such like that. Like, especially Rizzo, as you can see, he just wanted to keep elevating and elevating and elevating and elevating. And you see Raekwon was just like, yo, son, what are you on right now, God? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga walked out that room so fast. Like, for real, he was, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of pissing me off a little bit. Cause I'm like, dude, like, you like anything? You know what I'm saying? But I get it. He like, yo, let's stick to the gusto of what got us here, bro. Like, this yeah. is where we are. But stick to the essence. But when Jizza told him, like, yo, bro, the way you tripping on the instrument, just like, son, oh, no, it was a uh, ghost when he was like, we was the same way like this with the with the kung fu tapes, and I was like, mm, "Bar, that's a bar, son." So, how did you feel about like that relation that 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 uh, conflict between Ray and and RZA with the whole direction of the music? Given like the how we heard like like we 
feel like we got the same energy, but like I said, with the regular instruments, how would, how did you feel going into it? Like knowing like he really broke it down like that and you've seen that conflict. Makes sense why Raekwon would feel away though, because you do something for so long and it works for so long. That's your bread and butter. That's your essence. You go to something different. I'm pretty sure none of these niggas, I'm assuming, but I'm pretty sure these niggas never seen live instrumentation before. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a lot of white folk. Yeah, that was kind. Of, that was that would kind of scare me. Like, what? The yeah, fuck? like they didn't know they was cool till the old girl niggas, walked out. Who's in here? You got a bunch of niggas and yeah. violins. They they thought they was you know lame until the girl walked out and she was like, "Can I get a hit?" And that's when they were like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> that should still never indicate that somebody's cool. It shouldn't. I, you're right. Damn. Thanks for searing us out. Thanks for searing, seriousing this up. Thanks for seriousing this up. Like, why do we always dedicate somebody? Like, like, hey, you gotta, like, fuck out of here, undercover. <laughs> do you have any tree? <laughs> do you have, can I get a hit of your, of your marijuana? <laughs> you had one marijuana, sir. Yeah, but nah, son. Uh, I just thought, like, because I, I guess another thing was like with Raekwon was he was just like, you're doing all these different deals and all these different moves without our say. And I think that's kind of like a continuous thing. You kind of see, even when I was watching the um, Raekwon interview on Vlad talking about uh, the character of um, who plays RZA and he wasn't saying he's a bad actor. He's He actually put him over and said he's an amazing actor. <laughs> he went to a, um, they even went to an old clip of, of Tyson Beckford even, you know what I'm saying, putting him over. But just saying that the dude's voice is just too extra. You know what I'm saying? And it was just, he was just kind of saying like how, what Rizzo started saying, not Rizzo, Raekwon was saying how the direction he thought of how the show should have went, whoop-de-whoop, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, you know, Rizzo told him this and how Rizzo was always kind of like how we seen in the show. Kind of like... Yeah. Not sell him the dream, but tell him the dream in a sense, though, still. You know what I'm saying? But say it in the Rizzo way, where it still kind of convinces him, be like, gotta go. Such like that. So when I seen that story and then I seen the episode, I was like, wow, that's some real shit. Like, yeah, right there in the show where how people were not really like, we got our own ideas, we got our own ideas, but Rizzo was really, really consistent on that vision and to bring it to life for y'all to under even understand you know what i'm saying like all y'all can be able to talk about the vision y'all word word but i'm actually about to bring it to life so y'all can really see like i can give y'all the stuff y'all want but let me just show y'all this project real quick and let me just you know what i'm saying because when he told them niggas to write off the violin i was a little confused i was just like who's writing off this like unless you're like I don't know, like J. Cole or something. Like, I don't know who about to just be writing off of violins or off, off just just by oh, it's probably somebody that can do it. I know somebody out there can do it. Please don't kill me in the comments. But I can understand where they would be like, yo, son, what are you talking about, bro? Like, we need something else to go off of this. But once they started cooking up the beats where we started hearing, like when I first heard him do the assassination day beat in the episode before the, with the Ghostface episode. I believe that was the Ghostface episode, or maybe not. Um, but when he started, when he gave him the beat to us, yeah, it was the Ghostface joint. Yeah, because it was Assassination Days for Iron Man. 
but just seeing how he, you know what I'm saying, set that whole situation up with the uh with the guitar reminded me of the sample episode where you just see him start from scratch to make the music that we love today from him and how it comes from his mindset. You see how that work he would put in with the little um the failures and and learning how to really do it from scratch and making, you know what I'm saying, the sounds he wants to make with it. You know what I'm saying? To come with assassination day, then get triumph and then you know what I'm saying? We hear it's yours and all of these dope records and such like that to the point where Raekwon like, nigga, this is my shit. Like, he was lit when this song started popping, son. We started hearing how these joints started coming together. So once they started moving past that, we hear that we got the songs coming together. They end up putting the album out. And now we're um talking about contracts and such like that for this album. And... Well, I think it was before that, actually, where RZA was like, he wanted four mil for the album. And Vine is like, wait, what? Like, we was just talking, then he was saying two. But when he went to four, he said, well, it's definitely going to be number one. It's for sure going to be number one. So I was like, the uh, the, the uh, CEO or dude was just like, fuck it. Like, he looks as confident in me. If he don't, I'm going to need all of that back. Because, you know, they easy to put us in a, in a trap that when they feel we can't succeed, they would definitely put us in that trap and def, shout out to RZA for, you know what I'm saying? Not falling in that trap and making a number one album in the world. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I feel like back then too, that was definitely really hard for a rap artist to do, you know, but that, that fandom that Wu-Tang gained throughout those years were just, was just insane to the point that I don't even think the artists, as we see kind of in the episode, they really didn't know how, far their their fans really stretched out in the world um but yeah we get to the um the rage tour and such and we start kind of getting a glimpse of what we always heard about you know saying odb not really being there all the time people missing certain shows and such and like i always thought it was dope that they was able to be on tour with rage against the machines just those two worlds colliding it's just really dope as you can see today they still have the same them same type of fans uh, I don't know where you go today where you don't see a white dude or uh, it's just somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, that's not black, you know what I'm saying, that that rocks with Wu-Tang. So when you see that massive amount of like... Part of self, part of self. No, you're good, God. Um, I was just telling him about the um contract situation and how he wanted to, he was going to get the number one. He was for sure on that with the whoop and I ended up talking about the... Um, the tour? Uh, yeah, but also I brought up how like Raekwon got quieted once he heard that it's yours beat. Like, <laughs> yo, the the beginning stages of that it's yours beat. Like, the, that like the, real quick. Yeah, he did. The be- hearing the beginnings of like that it's yours beat. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. That's what I was telling. The, I, was, I was saying I was like, that's what made it. It reminded me of the sampling episode where you see RZA start from scratch with you know what I'm saying how he does his beats. You know. And to see that work go from, you know what I'm saying, layer to layer of him learning, you know what I'm saying, how to get this sound and how to put this to, with, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. And he, like I said, we got Assassination Day from the last episode and we get Triumph. And then we hear with It's Yours and so on and so forth. Like, it just sounded crazy to hear it all come from the start of that guitar. And yeah, then really want to say, no, nah, I'm going all instruments with this. I'm going to revisit that Wolf Forever album. And I'm going to see what the fuck you're talking about. Bro, that first half alone is really goaded. Alone. Then the second half is just like, bro. Remember, it's two discs. 
triumph is on that second disc. Okay, okay, yeah. Because you you had a hot take a while ago that I was like I vehemently fought you down on. Oh, production wise, is one of the best albums. It's better than Dark Fantasy. I specifically, so. you still think that? Yeah. I'll Just alone from the fact that you can hear get Dark Fantasy, you can hear Dark Fantasy, and like how it could be influenced by an album like this. Well, he produced he produced Dark Fantasy, didn't he? He produced in Dark Fantasy, and I think he has he a beat. Part, I'm sorry, I think he did Saul Paul. That's what he, he did. Yeah, and then Raekwon was on Gorgeous. But anyways, um, but dog, I'm just saying, man. Um, yeah, just hearing them, like I said, that that musical pro- uh, progression that he was having, and just like saying, you know, fuck what everybody's saying. I'm really about to, you know, what I'm saying get it in with the joint and see how everybody was satisfied after the end was dope. And I talk about the fan base and how a lot of these, a lot of the artists didn't know how far their fan base really went. They thought it was just hip hop fans, just hood niggas or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? In the streets, but no, son, you got white fans, Asian fans. You know what I'm saying? Indian, whatever. You know what I'm saying? All types of fans. And when they went to that Rage concert, they really seen what type of time it was, but yeah. they, they didn't think these fans knew were there for them. But yes, bro, they were there for you. Only be pissed me off. He fucking pissed me off. Oh, nigga was there the whole time. I would have been pissed too. Raekwon was like, you was here the whole time? I wanted to fucking choke him. He wanted to fucking choke him. Like, son, oh my. You was here the whole time, son? But I think they the, the, the show made us get have that same, like, damn near anger that the artist had mm-hmm. during that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole Rizzo time. Was, Going through it, him and Devon. Yeah. Oh my god, the race they trying to find ghosts and trying to find yeah. you know what I'm saying. Where you no, know, you know, what pissed me off even more. The nigga that's been pissing me off the whole fucking season. Oh no, fucking Davies and slash Method Man. The nigga was just sitting on the bus, just sitting there, just I ain't performing for no white people. You was here the whole time, like, fuck, what, yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) I think chronologically, I think Method Man was, he wasn't around as much either, though, around that time. Like, remember, he had just linked uh, up with Def Jam. Apparently, Davies uh, is on tour or on tour or something. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know about that. Oh, And it worked out because they can explain it. They can explain it very well. What the fuck is he going on tour with? But relax, relax, damn man. Ra ra. Fuck Jordan Lucas. While we're on the subject, never Wait, mind. What the fuck? That was so unnecessary. Nah, since we shooting, I'm gonna shoot two. But I mean, at least was mine was warranted. So was mine. So nigga just just depleted off the shit. He just no gave nothing to the show. Nigga ass. He's not ass. Yeah, ass. Whatever. But anyways. Um, the rage episode, the rage. Once it got to the, um that part, and you seen the um, the tour uh tour manager, I guess you would call him, or the, yeah, they were pretty it much was a tour manager and rage's manager. And in ninety minutes, it's a dove, son. And they missed the curfew, and he, yo, when him and uh Divine was going at it, and he was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm out of here. Yeah, Shink, yeah, yo, no, no, no worries, no worries. They don't want to crack. I was like, "Yo, what? oh, dude!" And that nigga's like, "That nigga just." Like I said, he's. You're right. You're right. It's okay. It's okay. Like, Yo. 
<laughs> Yo, Divine should have stole off all those son words. The money, you're gonna fuck up like, the money. Kind of acapella vibe, son. And they got it popping, I guess. And yo, that was that was dope though. That was kind of I ain't gonna lie, it was pretty dope. Cause yo, there the was part like, where where power brings the mics. Mm-hmm. That part is fire to me, dog. Like we, power is so slept on as a character. Yo, yo his development. Yeah, was trying to go off on him, son. Mm-hmm. He yo, brought back the old power. He was cooking he, that nigga. He brought back the old power real quick. He cooked that nigga's food, son. And it was the first episode we actually heard the nigga play You Got Rap. Yeah, he's... Shout out to him, man. He's a good actor. He's he did actor. my favorite You Got verse, too. <laughs> like Raphael Sadiq. <laughs> like Raphael Sadiq. Like, yeah, man. Let, let the original do it. But not son. I, yeah, that's what they were saying. The way they should have did for RZA. No, let the original do. Um, meth, I don't think Method Man Davies don't do a good job rapping as Method Man. He's he's okay. He's okay as Method. I ain't go. I ain't go do him like that. Hold on a second. Ghost I, is my favorite. Ghost, as far it. as rapping goes, and, is the and best Ray, one. And Ray, and, and Ray, Ray too. He Ghost I saw it. I saw the fat suit this Body episode. I saw the fat suit. I was like, okay, yeah, he's got a fat suit on. Like that. Damn, man. But I, I didn't know Ray, Ray was that big either. It's like when I remember Cuban Links, I remember him being that this just stocky, not fat, but Or what? Or 
Oh, shoot. Pardon the God. Fix that in the edit. But yeah, man, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I know Los had dipped off. Well, uh, messed up on his joint. But yeah, son. So thanks for what I was saying, man. Really great episode of Wu-Tang, man. Shout out to the team that made it, man. Um, like I said, they, RZA, oof. Yeah, you really did a great job with this show, man. Like I said, um, for it to be able to, like I said, just be able to really understand the ups and downs and uh, really great stories. And like I said, that you could be able to put out and the great dramatizations and art. Yeah, my fault, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know what's up with my shit today. No, I'll fix know, it bro. in. The, I'll fix it in the edit. But um, but yeah, like I was saying, man. Shout out to RZA, man. Brought a really great show, man. Shout out to the directors that came, the writers. Um. Like I said, just like, I, love, I really love the like the risk they took with just the artwork of this show, not just being your typical coming of age hood story and such. You know what I'm saying? Like they like like I said, we seen with the dramatizations of this season or like like certain episodes, you would just see certain different type of artwork or like like um like just different type of uh cinematic scenes. You, you know what I'm saying? Different visual effects or costumes and such that they would do for certain shit. Like it'll just be really dope shit. Like I said, they won just not in just this season when they did the allegories, but other seasons also, you know what I'm saying? It's just really dope shit. Like I said, the like some of my favorite episodes that sample and um seeing like how they brought to life certain things like that, like little things they did through like that throughout this oh um, in the last season. Yeah. yeah. Things they did like this throughout this series. I just wanted to commend them on that because they just did some really dope shit just for not your average hip hop coming of age story. Word. Um, any last thoughts for you on Wu Tang before we get out of here? Um, not before we go to um to Snowfall. One of the best shows on TV. Um, it lived up to the hype. I know, like, for some people, like I see a lot of like hate for like some of the actors, some of the acting, some of the episodes. I see a lot of hate for, and that's okay. You know, that's opinion based. I mean, that's everybody's entitled to their opinion. Like, let them cook. Like. But at the end of the day, for us, you know, I'm a real- chef. I need a place to cook. <laughs> <laughs> like for the real hip hop heads, bro. Like like me and you. Like you know, like many others who were fans of Wu, and you know, hear the stories too. Like when we watch like shit like Drink Champs or like shout out Cloud Cancun. You put me on to that. That, that that's another. Or like the Mike the Mike's um the Mike's and Men um documentary. Yeah, like it's good to see this shit brought to life. And yeah, I think that's what it is for me. Right. Seeing all these stories play out. The, I the got Delphonic to see the story, God. Like, right. that's, crazy. that's crazy, son. Only thing I just hate, man, is just I don't like how they did my man Capadonna, man. They ain't doing my boy Capadonna right, son. Yeah. Only in one episode, but I mean, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. My boy slang reverend filthy, but all right, man. Slang um, reverend, real man. But let's move on to snowfall, man, because we are, we are almost there, bro. We are almost there to that promised land. Snowfall was snowfalling, son. What an episode! It was so you know we fall. We coming off, you know, what I'm saying a funeral where you know Franklin pretty much told uh Louis where it's like I still need that favor that you said you was going to give me back in that warehouse when his favor was pretty much to help me catch Teddy. You know, you know she still has her dealings with Teddy, you know the KGB, got the pictures of her with, mm-hmm. um, with her still doing her dealings. He 
you know what I'm saying? Still is pretty much animate to keep their situations going just for the sake of the program and such like that. But um, I think he did uh, he did call her and ask her where Franklin was and all of that such. And yep. That he was going to help him, blah, blah, blah. You know? Um, and then we get the we get the initial setup. You know, say also her and um Saint Franklin doing their thing, you know, pretty much uh she Scully too. Yeah, Scully's up, he's pretty much the driver, you know. Um I like how they're keeping him along though. I still like how they keep my boy in this yeah. but um yeah, so they pretty much set him up where they're gonna uh have Franklin pretty much tied up, beat up, all that such as Louis hostage and such is gonna leave him there for Teddy to to come come scoop right up you know um but as that plan seems as it's so smooth and you know what i'm saying such as also trying to get his part of the um situation done you know he got his family trying to get them out of the way and such like that the dea is on his body and they find out that the family's gone all of that such so they now all on also ask now when he's trying to connect get teddy to um you know what i'm saying i think he was going to be the one to get teddy to to franklin you know, but obviously, well, he got to Teddy in the last moment, and then right in that last moment, the DEA, you know, saying cuffed him, and they had to know he was Teddy, man, Changa, like Teddy, Changa, that's my prima, man. <laughs> but yeah, son, but they already know something is up right now with Oso, so it was he was out of the picture for a little bit, so you know, but that little scene with um. With uh with Louie giving the beats to Franklin in front of his wife, she could not even handle that, bro. She was in the car like <laughs> I got was like, that ain't on me, homie. <laughs> he wanted he wanted Scully to hit him too. Scully was like, nah, that's that's new God. Like, y'all, I got something going on now. Get y'all shit off. Like he like, I know I'm crazy, but this nigga bugged. <laughs> you see, he forgave um Leon too, right? You peeped that? Yeah. Yeah, but as you've been, he's been on the forgiveness wave though. So it's like, yeah. So I can understand, but which is really dope though, because I'm I'm glad that you do, because I don't want that to be like overshadowed or anything. And that's some really dope character development. Mm-hmm. Which was, like really, dude, that nigga was a dog. Leon but, was like, destroyed. Like, he was crying with his forgiveness and you know understanding. You know, what I'm saying Leon's forgiveness that he had for the situation, it, it should make it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Frank got the shit beat out of him by Auntie Louie. That was crazy, God. Like, hit me. Hit me. <laughs> when he started getting into his English voice, bro, when he started yelling, it kills me, bro. Because I don't know no nigga in the hood, especially the way that sound like this nigga when they screaming, bro. I don't know. It's probably like when he pulled out the gun on Uncle, he was, Uncle Jerome, he was like, huh? Yeah? <laughs> like, dude, you'll get your yo You could tell his shit slip up when he's like, when he be yelling, his shit slip. His accent. He be sounding crazy, bro. But, um, but yeah, son, like, you know what I'm saying? Beat him up well, got him up there. Got to the little scene we seen in the trailer with, you know what I'm saying? Waiting for him to pull up and such. And we thought it was like, you know, Louie going to, you know what I'm saying, double cross him. She didn't. Thank, thankfully. to her word. Thankfully, you know, family been coming around because we all want Teddy to get the fuck out of here, you know. But um, you and Teddy been up pulling up, whoop-de-whoop, get him to the spot. But Teddy was his little saw chamber was nothing to be played with, bro. Like, he was, he had all his little little tricks and such ready to get this nigga had this nigga on the barrel tied up and all of that such whoop de whoop 
Remember the first the first season? That's how he had Franklin. Franklin and Leon, I think, right? That's crazy. He had them the same way in the first season. That's the initial interaction when he bumped his car, and then he he kidnapped them and he tied them up. Him and him and Leon. That's crazy. That's a fact, son. Good callback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, son. So we even had that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right in the nick of time when he's about to nick him with that whatever that little sleep poison or whatever truth serum, whatever it could be. But he hit him the first time with. Yeah. Also came right through. But he's here with company. He went with KGB. KGB. Yeah, son came through. I was late. We got the snake. I was late. Are you my bottom? I was late. Chenga. Chinga, you start the party with how many man? Now when he's telling them the story with the masks and he's talking in, in, in English, mm-hmm. <laughs> that part is funny. It's not meant to be, but it's funny. Dog, but yeah, so we get the uh, you know, what I'm saying little standoff with the KGB dude and and, and and what's his name, Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, and we all know Teddy was going to win that. I mean, not for long, because then he got himself caught up again. Yeah, because also, also, well said he he put that he put that uh final nail in the coffin, turned yeah. on him. I think also realizes that for him to really be free, he has to get rid of Teddy. That's everybody to really be free. They got to get rid of Teddy. That's the point of the, yeah. all these niggas linking up. You feel me? So when he seen that from Teddy, I mean from also, he was that nigga was low key hurt. He thought also was his boy, his son. Ace, bro. He thought his that was no sir, bro. Nah, man. You no, you man. moving funny. None of you, you none of you uh government officials or any of your nature. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, also feeling the pressure too, man. DEA right here. Mm-hmm. KGB right here. And then he got CIA yeah, right in your face. That's yeah, talk, you know what I'm saying? He working right with these niggas, but um, but yes, yeah, son. So he says because right when no niggas are fighting, um KGB dude that uh or was it also yeah, it was KGB, it was KGB dude and Teddy. They I as seen it, they were gonna knock that shit over. They got my boy, damn they're about to get lynched, you know what I'm saying? So also had to save him. He, also saved him. he saved him, man. You gotta keep that black and brown love going, bro. He yeah, man. He he hit him with the whole Kogan. The whole Kogan, the mega powers handshake. I was about to say, I, I would have I don't want to say not that whole Kogan. Kogan did the same set, you know what I'm saying? But nah, so he definitely had to you know say hold his boy, but he had to hold his boy down, man. Like he knew him before he knew um Teddy, man. That was your that was your number one fan. But anyways, man, so that happened, bro. He saved him. Ended up, you know what I'm saying, tying up Teddy. And man, that was that was really the episode for real, for real. It was a pretty like straight to it episode. Am I missing anything? Um nothing of no. I know Parisa, Parisa and oh, Teddy he, had a talk. He gave, he gave her uh, nothing too wild, nothing. Is, she, I mean, might play, just, she might play a factor in our next episode, though. No, she might die. Fuck all that. <laughs> what if she cap a nigga, though? 
I mean, who who knows? I mean, I, I don't know because the thing she with Teddy really is a wild card to me, bro. The women in Teddy's life have in the show have kind of turned. She's the one that looked like she was with the shits the most. She was probably been CIA this whole time. Because remember, KGB nigga took her first. No, as we seen though, she didn't get her. She got away. Remember, she, she said she had fell down the hill and such like that, and she was walking well, up the street. She's waiting in the car. Him. She's waiting in the car. KGB nigga knocked on the window. Yeah, but that remember they showed the episode after her running away. That's how she ended up getting a scar on her head, and she got picked up by the police. Found, and that's how okay, Teddy found her. okay. I was gonna say yeah, because if KGB thought, nigga, that she had got okay. called by her. By him, but no, she had he had really ended up, you know what I'm saying, getting away. She had fell down some fucking hill or some shit. Reminded me of a drug night. But anyways, like dog, that shit. That shit. I don't I don't actually I don't really care what else happened in that episode, son. That was the meat and potatoes for me, son. Yeah, that, I mean, next episode IT. I'm sitting there like, yo, you gonna do it? Nah. Oh, they better no, go they're not they're not gonna kill they go the credits. They're not gonna kill Franklin yet. They ain't gonna kill Franklin yet. At this point, I man, I don't know, man. If John Singleton was alive, you think they'll keep you keep him alive? I think John Singleton's plan, his whole plan was like he did have an ending plan. They probably I feel like they're going off his ending plan, low key. I don't think this was supposed to go past the third season, fourth, without John Singleton. Like with John Singleton, I don't think it was supposed to go past four. Oh man, I always felt like it was gonna be like six was the cap. I said five, but the way this, shit the wire, was, this is how John Singleton wanted it to happen. The wire got what five, five or six? Five, no, six. Wire, wire got six, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Breaking Bad got unless you're like one of them like crazy ass like Fox shows from back in the day or Law and Order. We got like fucking thirty thousand seasons and shit like that with a hundred something episodes per season. Like most of the dramas stick to like give or take five to maybe eight seasons. Average. I mean, you also don't want to drag it. Like I just finished Shame. I just finished Shameless. After season like eight, nine, it starts to get real like. Like depressing. Like that's an example of a show that Bojack Horseman like should have ended a certain season and dropped it. Like you also run the risk of dragging. I don't know, man. I think this joint though, they're ending off how they how it started, and that's what I like. Yeah, that's like, going back to the essence. So strong. They're a lot of callbacks. Now. Like to the point where I feel they keep going like this. They're gonna be up there. They're gonna be up there, not like they're gonna be in the Breaking Bad realm, but like they're gonna be in the good. Like it's better than OG Power, for sure. It's better sure. than OG Power. I mean, Kanan, I have to wait till that plays out, and I don't really watch Ghost or Tommy, so I can't speak on that. It's definitely still, it's definitely better than those, especially this season. This season alone is cooking a lot of those seasons, but. Yeah, man, I really love this joint. I can't wait for that next episode, man. I'm ready, bro. We got two, well, two more episodes. This next one, and 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 the one following the season finale, then we 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 done. We done, man. Yeah. Get y'all predictions, man. What y'all feel is gonna happen, man? Let us know, man, on our twitters and such, bro. 
Snowfall, man. We this one of my favorite shows for sure, bro. And shit on that note, man. Shoot, let's get up out here with our waves, man. You can go first because I went first last time. Okay. My joint is going to be uh said song that I was talking about earlier. Um Ultra Reels by Daniel Caesar. In the nick of time, that's when you That's a banger right there, bro, for sure, man. I'll tell you, man, I feel like Toronto, real talk, bro. I feel like they are like the new Atlanta when it comes to R&B. Uh, they, still, they still got it with, you know, Drake still can get in that pocket. I mean, Tory went to so jail. Out of, out of there, bro. Like, it's just, a, it's, it's, it's too many, bro. That's just making heavy and really great R and B music, you know what I'm saying? But we could talk about that another uh, another podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going looking for mine. Um, mm, party next door too. The weekend, party next door. The weekend, Georgia Smith. Fucking uh, was my nigga Roy Woods Division. 
it's fucking crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot, bro. All right. I'm gonna play. Where's this shit at? Where did I put? Where's Dreaming in the Past? Fuck. I was gonna play R and B, then I changed my mind. Cause uh Jimmy Jimmy disrespected my homie uh uh Pusha. Give him an Pusha. intro, bro. Give him one give him give him King Push. Nah, not even. No, I'm, I'm, I was gonna play something off the new shit. Mm. Play Dreaming of the Past. <coughs> Dreaming of the Past. Pusha Kanye. Wait, let me. My fault, man. I'm never, I'm never, I'll never take this long with my wave, man. It's just, you know, slipping on your pimping. Slipping on my pimping. Slipping on my pimping. Slacking on my mega. Oh, Trish Stratus did it. She turned heel. Mm hmm. All right, here we go. Oh, new tag team champion. Uh, it's level, so pray for the players. Uh, we hollow the walls. I'm back up on days. Uh, I got plenty. It's so many, yeah. So many, Seen a Lauren Hill picture? Lauren Hill picture? Lauren Hill picture? Present day, I see why Praz and why Clef was fighting. Over. That's why the reason why they was fighting over that. Properties all across the board. This monopoly's mine. Became a minister in my prime, so I gotta be shine. I used to watch the Fresh Prince and pray the house to be mine. Could have bought it, but I ain't like the way the kitchen design. Born in a manger, the son of a stranger. When daddy's at home, the family's in danger. Yo. 
man. So on that note, man, once again, man, shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Anybody listen to this joint, man? Shout out to the people that's been rocking with us. We know what it is, man. Go listen to us at Get Your Bars Off Podcast, Get Your Bars Off Network. Go follow us on YouTube, all streaming platforms. Go follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Follow me at Ari Starks on all social media. Follow me at King underscore Cap29 on IG, at the underscore Marketable1 on Twitter. And also, shout out to the... Uh, Shout out to all Mark's pod. You know what I'm saying? We're all Mark's word, pod. Word, word. Be on there. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be in our recording on tomorrow. So be checking out soon for our um episode coming out soon with that joint, man. Get ready for this drop when it drops, man. Shout out to all the teams, man. You're a nook. My boy got uh, pushing narratives coming back soon. Let Thursday. Thursday, man. We back Thursday. Uh, I'm going to shoot for around eight. You know what I mean? We're going gonna to be live. We're going to go live. Fuck it. We're going we gonna to go live that day. Yeah, man. I'm gonna try I'm to take in questions and all that. I'm gonna pull up and see what's popping with y'all boys, man. But on man. that, man, you already know what it is, man. Get your bars off podcast, man. We out this joint, man. Love is love.